Randy Slack aboard now for the Bud Light Happy Hours. We're slacking off on a Friday. Randy Slack, of course, from the DVE Morning Show, Steelers Nation Radio, and just all-around good guy. Love this human being. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, you know what, man? I care about you. That's nice of you. I like everything about you. Wish I could say the same. I know. I know. I'm trying to butter you up. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was listening on my way in. Uh, you are talking about how you're uh, you're liberal and all this stuff, and you know how you can't believe people say that, and um. Mike Brasuda told me, because I told him I was coming down today, he wanted me to uh, bring a potted plant so you could hug it. <laughs> okay. And, well, uh, it's better than what Harvey Weinstein would do with said plant. Right, right, right. You just want to hug it. You don't want to, nice. you know. I don't want to make love to it. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. we're moving in the right direction there. Did Mike Brasuda, by any chance, bring up the fact that we're playing a Crowley Show pond hockey game in the near future? He did not bring that up. Okay, that is going to happen. And we're going to broadcast it live. I just don't know when it's going to happen. Did you get a hold of Scott Harbaugh? I did. You know why? Center 11. You know why I was trying to get him? I have no idea. I was trying to play our pawn hockey game on the Ohio or the, the Monagahela. Yeah. Dude, DeMond's got a gator, man. You don't want to do that. There's a gator in the Mon? There was like three years ago. Okay. There was a Mon gator. Spoiler alert, Slack. Mm-hmm. That's a frozen gator at this point. Probably. That son of a bitch is dead. He, he probably went down river. Yeah, he's dead. Within the last three years, he I either think. escaped or he's done. So. Right, or he's some sort of super gator. If I die being consumed by the super gator, it'd be like dying at the hands of Loch Ness monster. I feel right. like I could deal with that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, okay. A cool way to go out. Yeah, yeah. There, there are worse ways to They're go. They're gonna out. be like, "What are you gonna do? It was a super gator, you know? It was right. a super mon gator." Exactly. Yeah. You know. I feel like if we can make this hockey game happen, yeah, we would like you to be there. Okay. You're not much of a skater, I take it. At all. Yeah, you're not a hockey guy. Nice. No. Me neither, Sly. Okay, neither is he. Both of you grew up not from Pittsburgh. Right. Hockey's a big thing here. Not to say hockey might not have been a big thing where you guys are from, but probably right. not. Regardless, we're going to need people to call the game. Sure. I would like you to be part of that crew. Okay. Now, my plan is this. We have a set broadcast crew. Okay. But we're going to change lines throughout the game. Right. Whenever somebody comes off the ice... They give a little detailed scouting report. Be pretty good. Oh, Crowley's got a long reach out there, or Crowley totally blows. Yeah. Kingersky got a free hand going. He's fouling a lot of people out there. Mike Pursuta, we could play with him, but he's got that trick hip, so we right. feel like we can get him. That's lower, the kind of lower, stuff I'm looking. A lower body. Yes. You know what? Like. That's a good point. Lower body. Yeah. Mike Pursuta's got a lower body contusion. You're basically yeah. like the laying it out you know, there on the ice interviews. Re- right. You know? Real yeah. quick, I got, a, I got another idea for you. Um, there is a, a guy in our building who's quite proficient on the keys. And if it's hockey, of oh. course, you do need an organ player. See, okay? this is why So perhaps playing. you maybe yeah. see if one Randy Bauman would, you know, play the little, you know, the hockey organ, bring out his little Casio keyboard or whatever. He's probably a way nicer one than a little Casio keyboard. But have him bring his, yeah. All right, all right. here's what we got to do like that. Here's what we got to do that. Are you tight with the Penguins? No, no. What about the PR department? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Maybe I'll talk to Madden. Yeah, talk to, talk to Madden. If we're trying to get an organ player, we're really trying to do it. Maybe just do it at PBG Paints. Yeah. I think I think that'd be the best venue, honestly, is doing it at the Paints. Because what we have there is then we've got boards, we've got regulation. Yeah. Like, Are you telling me you know, we'd have know, a PBG you know Paints? I know a, we'd have a PBG Paints. You know who well, has a hookup you know hook there? One uh, young Trav. Travmar. Travmore 31. Trav doesn't get off. He's already RSVP'd. He's in on okay. the game. So, there you go. I mean, he's you got, got the, some clout, right? You pray get the old 2-9-er involved. Yeah. yeah. 
And maybe eventually get you boarded like we should have a long time ago. Yeah. I'm going to text Getsov. Yeah. In the break. And I'm going to see if we can make something happen at PPG Paints Arena. Dude, maybe we sweet. slap a dollar amount on each goal. Try to you get know, some charity involved. Yeah, like some charity involved. Yeah. yeah. Maybe get, a, get an audience of 100 people. Not bad. However many people would show up. Yeah, we can get, like, all of our listeners. Like, that'll yeah. fill up, like, a quarter of a section. Here's the yeah. only thing that get I Get Mikey need. and Bob involved. They can fill anything. Yeah, they then they'll fill the PPG. Freak show sure. section. Here's what I want to you happen. you got to make it iHeart Synergy. All no, the no, stations. No. Well, I would ah. like iHeart Synergy. Full marketing right. power. But yes. since it is the Crowley Show, I would like it to be the Crowley Show media hockey game. Right. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's good. So if... Mikey and Bob are involved, and if Getzoff's involved, yeah. and Borky's involved, I need it to be the Crowley Show hockey game. Because if yeah. not, I'm just a dude. You're it's a Crowley Show look, game. Look. It's not about ego. It's about it's about growing the show organically. No, I get it. Because look, the other stations, the other personalities help out on like the Freak Show stuff of us. No one yeah. ever helps me. Randy and Bill and those guys will be out there for that. Uh, those guys will come out to Radiothon. We had the three uh, WS raising some money earlier this week. People were helping out with that. So yeah, symbiotic. This would be this would be the way where you could get all those other people to go. Hey, chill about the Crowley show. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to Getzoff. You and get not, get mad to be a coach. I'm gonna send. There, see, this I'm gonna is why he's producer of the DV morning show. I'm gonna send an email to David Edgar after this. He's yes. our big big boss. Yes. I'm gonna say, hey, look, I got a bunch of media members who are in, who would like to do this. Mm-hmm. I've reached out about PBG Paints. I think that might be the best way to go about it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, a charity or a big event like this deserves a big venue like that. So, I mean, it's 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 what has to happen, I think, at this point. Okay. So and if that doesn't work, you can always do up at Cranberry. Well, if it doesn't work, we'll go to my uncle's place. Okay. We'll do a cool thing there. We'll we'll do video, and that could be the inaugural one. We'll continue to get better as sure. the years go on. So here's what's going to happen. During the break, I'm going to do everything that I just told you I'm going to do. And we'll let you know what happens after the break, after I've sent emails and we've tried to make this happen. What I want to run by you, Slack, before we get okay. into this Patriot stuff, before we start talking Wild Card Weekend, because I do want to get your thoughts. <laughs> I yeah. went to the dermatologist today. Yeah, I see the, the bandage on your head. It's, okay. It looks weird. It's actually not about the bandage. Okay, what's it about? No, I fell and hit my head. Yeah? Yeah, no, I've got a mole on my ass. Oh, wow. I'm totally yeah, kidding. It's... But don't assume anything. It's a lesson for oh, you, sorry, Mr. Man. Slack. I've got a Band-Aid on my head because i got a cyst there. Oh. And for those of you who aren't listening nice. at the beginning of the show, you're the majority of the audience because radio turns over fairly quickly. Sure. Trade secrets. In July. Yeah. I had a cyst that was fluctuating. It was getting bigger. It was getting smaller. It was getting bigger. Sure. Getting smaller. Not unlike me when I go to a strip club. Right. And nice. what was said <laughs> was, Adam, by my doctor, uh-huh. we don't see much of anything now. We could shoot it up, but why don't you let this thing progress or not progress? Why don't you let this thing... Well, let's see where it goes. Sure. You come back again. If it gets bigger, we'll take care of it free of charge. Okay. So this morning, this son of a bitch is back, and it's huge. Right. We're not talking golf ball size, but if you've ever played marbles, there's it's, a freaking it's marble. Noti- it's noticeable. It's a noticeable marble sure. above my freaking right, eyelid, yeah. and yeah. it hurts. Okay. It's like you shove a marble under your skin. You don't have enough skin. So it pisses me off. So I go in. Well, first I call. Yeah. 7 a.m. call. They open at 7. I call. She says, we don't take walk-ins. I said, look, lady. She told me I could walk in. She said she'd take care of it. Adam for the Adam Crowley Show. Yeah, exactly. Major media market star. Right. Big freaking deal. So I, you know, she covers the phone, and I hear her talk to the doctor. And she goes, this guy says he uh, wants to come in. Something about a sismo. 
hear the doctor go, 9.15, bring him in. Come in at 9.15, go into the office. She looks at the face. She goes, oh, this is too big. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, we're going to have to do something with this. I was like, oh, okay, we're still free. She goes, well, it's going to be a little bit more complicated than that. You're still going to have to pay the copay, uh, unfortunately. I said, wait a second. You told me it was too small before. Yeah. Well, now you're telling me it's too big? You told me to come in, it was bigger. Now it's too big, and you're not going to do it? So she brings in a surgeon. She's looking at it. they got two dermatologists looking sure. at this thing. Says, okay, we'll cut it. We'll stick a needle in there. We'll try to drain some of it. We'll see yeah. what happens. Surgeon leaves. Not a big procedure. Other dermatologists going after this thing. Sure. She then calls the surgeon back in, okay. but can't find the surgeon. So she goes, Adam, here's the deal. I'm going to give you some antibiotics. We're going to shrink this some bitch. Come back on Friday next week, and we're going <laughs> to cut this thing out. So, first time I was there, they could have taken away the little thing. Yep. They told me, no, we don't want to do that. Nope. Come in the second time. Yep. $40 copay. Nope. So we're up to $80 at this point. Yep. I had to come in next Friday. Nope. Spoiler alert. Guess who's paying another 40? Yep. They got me in the hook for 120, and I still got this freaking geyser coming out of the side of my brain. Yeah. I'm a little perturbed. They handled this poorly, did they not? Um, yeah, or, or they, they, they think you're a mark. You know, like my buddy, he would go to the, uh, the, the gentleman's establishments, and the lady would be there. Nice. And he would get, His would get bigger he and would smaller. Get, well, he would get, yeah. Nice. To that point. But then at the same time, you know, he'd get dances, and then he'd ask the girl for a number. She'd be like, can't give it to you this week. Come back next week. Oh, he'd no. come back next weekend. You know, he'd give her a gift, maybe some gas money, perhaps money to pay for something. Dental? Um, pay for lawyer school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay, Toys pay, for tots. Beauty, beauty school. Beauty school, nice. obviously. You know, then, you know, she, hey, can I get your number? Can I get your real name? She's like, no, I'm Cinnamon. Uh, come back next week. <laughs> yeah. You know, and nice. she, she's kept, basically she kept strung, stringing him along. I think that's what's happening to you here. I think you're being, you know, they're treating you like you're a mark at a uh, at a gentleman's establishment. You know, you're just getting lap dances and you're paying for for gifts. You're not getting anything in return. Yeah, nice. Stinks. I feel bad for you, man. Yeah, you're paying the BMW bill on the doctor, but uh, yeah, you're not getting the proverbial lap dance. Right. I'm totally getting boned by this stripper. Yeah. yeah. You nice. Need to, you need to tell him, you know, champagne room next time. They better cut this son of a bitch out next yeah. time, yeah, or else. They, do they have a VIP room at the Dude, doctor's? How about this? How <laughs> I'm about not this? above living. How about this? this? How about this? You, you, you're willing to do weird stunts for your show. If they don't do it next Friday, then next Friday on happy hour, we'll cut it out. See, Brian had that idea driving over here, and uh -huh. I, I'm against that. Well, look, okay, keep. Keep paying forty bucks a week yeah. to have a, a big thing on your. Dude, your we could get head. that thing out, no problem. That's just yeah. minor surgery. How hard? How hard I mean, could it be? Really? Honestly, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you guys don't have any numbing agents. Available. Oh, we could come up with some numbing agents. Yeah. We're young people with like people we know. Yeah. Let's find some numbing That's agents. That's true. We could we could do it under our own volition. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We we could we could, we could self medicate so to speak. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we'll see how that works. Dude, we can pull. You surgery. just don't want to make your, you know, your blood too thin, because then you know you're going to be a geyser. Yeah. I so don't... to be fair, that'll look great on. Uh, for the, the that'd be a great visual. Yeah, social would look good with that. The head yeah. bleeds. Yeah, you look like you look like. I mean, that's why the you know the the Ric Flairs and the Dusty Rhodes and those guys. You cut your forehead. You know the wrestlers, you right? Know, get a nice, get a nice crimson mask. Yeah, it wouldn't Look feel good. good. It's not what I'm looking for, but okay. I suppose if they don't remove this thing next Friday, we can give it a shot. 
Dude, right. we get, I think we could get that out out in like a second. I no Brian, idea. Do you, get have, it out. do you have any knives? Any I good, do. Good I, knives? I have some good knives, actually. Some I, hankles. You know, I got, I got some nice cutlery at the house, too, that yeah. I, haven't, nice. I haven't really used. Here's what we should do. Oh. German blades. Nice. Just, just swipe it right down the middle. No. And see if it all just scoots out. No, you want to do like the Solomon when he had the baby and the two moms and... Cut he was it like, in half. cut it in half, and the <laughs> one was like, go ahead, and the other one was like, no, and that's the real mom. You can cut your cyst in half and find out if it's a real cyst. I know it's a cyst. Right. What else would it be? I had a cyst in my gums one time. That, that sounds crazy. Bad. Was it as big as this son of a bitch? I don't know. I didn't know it was there, and then they cut my gums open. I had stitches in my mouth. It was pretty sweet. That sounds awful. I was doped out of my mind. That sounds great. That was awesome. How can we make that happen? <sighs> Next Friday. You guys know people. Oh, I know lots of people. You guys By the way, people. if we do do surgery, no stitches. If, 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 if I may, I go, ba- go back to a segment prior. Uh, you were talking about getting uh, President Donald J. Trump on there. By the way, I know connections. You know, no big deal. I know Sean Hannity. You know, don't nice. worry about it. Um, but the thing is, is when you get somebody on, even if they're not on your side, you have to be a little, you have to play ball. Yeah. I worked on a conservative talk show, and we had Joe Biden on. And we asked him fluffy questions and didn't attack him. Because that's just what you have to kind of do. See, I think it's BS. I think you fluff them for a little bit, and then you ask the real questions at the end of the interview, and you see what happens. Yeah. That's what I learned in journalism school. You ask the toughest questions at the end of an interview. Well, it all depends on who your guest is. I'm not going to have Donald Trump on and just lob him softball after softball. I'll lob, like, seven softballs. You don't have to be Jimmy Fallon and play with his hair. Yeah, but you can't like attack him. You can't Why be not? like, What's the you rule? can't be like, hey, do you have dementia? I'm not like, trying you're not to ask him that. I'm not going to get him. I'm not going to ever. Questions. Never going to get him back again. How big is your button? Yeah, you got to open up with like softball stuff. Like, hey, uh, Donnie, why is your daughter so real hot? Real quick, real quick, before you before you do all this, just uh, you know, Google drones, drone strikes. Just saying, the United States military, great <laughs> technology. If my questions in an interview. Get me drone killed. It's good for the show. It's good for the show. Well, you're not on Facebook Live. But I feel like that would probably get him impeached. And I'd be okay yeah. with that. Could be an accident. An yeah. accidental drone strike? Yeah, that happens. We do it all the time. Stuff happens. Not to get too political, but it happens all yeah. the time. Yeah. They're going to accidentally drone a United States citizen yeah, in the country? Biden's yeah. just laying there on the table. I mean, it's clear that it could accidentally be hit. Our new goal is to get droned by Donald Trump. We'll see if we can make it happen. Coming up next, we dive into the Patriots' crap splash with my man, Randy Slack. You're listening to The Crowley Show. It's Bud Light Happy Hour. Gets off. Help me with the contact here. Now we're cooking. We're reaching out to the Penguins. We're going to try to make this happen. Yeah, uh, we are baby. a partner of the Penguins at iHeartMedia, of That's course. We're the AM flagship, of course, 105.9 X. You get them there on the FM dial. We can make this a whole iHeart thing. We can make this huge. It's the Crowley Show Media Charity Hockey Game. Do you have, have uh, Heinze's number? Dana. Yeah. I do not. I got it. You think he could help? I mean, you're going to need sticks and pucks and all that, aren't you? I mean, we could. We will. He's kind of the... Kind of the man. We do have sticks and pox. I mean, we, if we, if I'm just saying, if we needed to go bare minimum, we could. I'm just saying. I'm a you little got... weary about the full sheet of ice. My uncle's is only 32 by 60. Sure, uh, play, I, I could, play, I could dominate on that. Play, play half court. We might be able to do that. The way I mean, it's shaping up, though, we've got enough people to. I mean, you're going to get your fair rest. Not on a full sheet. On a full sheet, yeah, uh, baby. On a full sheet, we'd have to play with a, we'd have to play with legit squads. But if it get if it happens at PBG, I think we can make it. I think we get 
Porky involved, maybe Ari involved. I think we get a big, big Perhaps some swell. listeners, maybe a listener or two. Listener, uh, plus I've got friends who'd probably yeah. want to partake. As long as it's all for charity and it's the Crowley Show, we can make this happen. Do you ever get Dick from Dayton to call this show? Dig from Dayton. Dick from Dayton. Dick? Dick. Dick? Dayton. He works at Lowe's and he's in a bluegrass band. He calls like. Just wait, you say it's Lowe's who works at Dick's? Or? He works at. His name is Dick. He lives in Dayton. Oh. He works at Lowe's. He's in a bluegrass band and he calls like talk shows all over the country. I didn't know if, he ever, he's, if he's called you yet. He's not. I can make that happen. Is there though. something interesting about this guy that I need to know? The, the, the thing that's interesting is that he calls every show. Never called it. Okay. That get the show. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Didn't mean to bring okay, it up. You know, we got we got some serious momentum going right now. Ratings are up three hundred percent. We're about to get a hockey game, PBG freaking Paints Arena, and you're gonna sit here and ask me if Dick calls. You know who's the real? You know, you know your name should be just Dick. Curious about I'm gonna Dick. call you Dick now. I was Dick. Just, I was just curious if you've ever heard Dick on, before. I've heard Dick before. Because I mean, he calls all the time. Oh, you mean a caller? Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere I go, I hear Dick. Dick, if you're out there and you'd like to dial the phone, there's a visual, 412-922-2874. And if you feel like typing, at underscore Adam Crowley on the dot com, of course, at Slackamania. Great guy. Brian LaMartini nice. here with us as well for the Bud Light Happy Hour at the Carson City Saloon. Come oh. on by. It's freezing. Get a few Bud Lights in you. Warm yourselves up a little bit. Slack. Yeah. Nice. Uh, before we start to narrow this, okay. I got to know what you got in your mind. Okay about this Patriots situation right now. You know, it's interesting because, to me, this is all about the legacy of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. And Tom Brady knows Bill Belichick, and Bill Belichick's all business all the time. And they've been structuring Brady's deal, so if they need to cut him, they can. And I think that Tom sees that, Yep. and he wanted to get Jimmy G out of there. Because the thing is, if Jimmy G doesn't leave, Jimmy Garoppolo stays, and they get rid of Tom Brady, and they make the AFC Championship game, or a Super Bowl, or win a Super Bowl, then Tom Brady becomes, yeah, well, he won because of, he won because of Belichick. And if Brady leaves, and leaves the franchise in total waste, right. because they don't have a backup, they don't have anybody behind him, then he becomes an equal an equal member in that legacy. It's Bill Belichick, because clearly those early teams, the 0-1 team especially, was more Belichick and his defense, and even really 0-3 and even 0-4, that first trilogy of Super Bowls that they won, was more Belichick in that defense, which, by the way, every guy in that defense, gone. He, he let go of early. He let go of Adam Vinatieri, who won them their first and second Super Bowls for them on game-winning kicks. Gone. There's no sentimental value with Bill Belichick. And Tom Brady knows that, and Tom Brady wants to make sure that he has to stay and force Belichick's hand. So Tom Brady goes over Belichick's head. He goes to Robert Kraft. He says, trade these sons of bitches so that I can be the guy. Yeah. Robert Kraft made a bad decision then, yes? Oh, absolutely. I think trading Jacoby Brissett and trading Jimmy Garoppolo was a terrible idea. I think you got to keep one of those guys. You have to keep. You have to keep Garoppolo. And I get it. You, you know, early in the season, the Colts were in alerts. They really needed a quarterback. I I think Jacoby Brissett's decent. He's not Garoppolo. Garoppolo is not a future, Garoppolo. He's a future, I think, star in this league. So I don't mind trading Brissett. Now, Garoppolo's the guy that I think Belichick wanted because Belichick wants to prove that he can win without Brady. To your previous yes. point. I think going over the head to Robert Kraft plays to two things, if you're Brady. 
one, you love me. I'm like a son to you. I've known you for 18 years. Yeah. We're buds. Made you a lot of money. Made you a lot of money. Dose, numero two. Bro, you don't want to be the guy who gets rid of Tom Brady. You don't want to be right. the guy who gets rid of the GOAT. And Kraft bows down mm-hmm. and says, you know what? You're right. I'll tell you what. I don't know how many offers the Patriots got. I don't know how all the inner workings of that trade goes. But I wonder if a little bit, if Belichick is kind of happy that Jimmy G is at Brady's hometown, San Francisco 49ers. I think that's part of it. I also know, and the story pointed this out by Seth Wickersham on ESPN.com, that Kyle Shanahan, the new coach of the 49ers, is tight with Belichick. Yeah. He was the offensive coordinator last year in Atlanta. Yeah. And apparently he sat down with Belichick for hours after that game about what New England did to get back in that game, what he did wrong. Mm -hmm. And I think Belichick sends him to a friend, and I think Belichick sends him to Brady's hometown. And I think Belichick got less than what he could have because he was pissed, and it's a little vindictive of him, right? A little bit. To say, you know what? F you. You want me to get rid of him? Fine. Look at what I'm going to leave here. Cupboard bear. Suck on that mac and cheese guy. Because honestly, if you knew that you could get Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick, you got to think other teams like even a Chicago or a Jacksonville or you know a number of teams would just be like, oh, man, that guy? And look, it's a small sample size, and you know we joke that he's never lost in the NFL. But he took over a team that was 1-10. They finished 6-10. They played three playoff teams. Granted, the Rams were resting guys at the end of the year. They still played three pretty good teams, and they were still 0 for, or 1 for 10. They were almost the Browns. The Browns played a lot of playoff teams down the stretch and did zilch, bupkiss, nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it means something to get the quarterback in there and for him to do something. So I think this is working out the way that Belichick wants it to, albeit not from the way he wanted it to work out originally. Obviously, he'd rather have Jimmy Garoppolo. What's interesting to me is the dynamic here of power. I mean, we've all been in positions where we've had people above us that have all the power in that situation. When you're Brady, you're the greatest of all time. You're Belichick, you're the greatest of all time. And you're Robert Kraft, who has those two guys under you. There's a lot of hot potato going around with the power dynamic there. And I think for the first time, maybe since Bill Belichick's been in New England, now he's got to think, son of a bitch, I don't have all the power I thought that I did. When Brady's forcing the hand of the owner here, and that to me is fascinating. And I think that's the final nail in the coffin. When Wickersham writes the story about how this whole group might break up, that's where I see the breakup happening if, in fact, it does happen, Slack, is... I think that he says, the owner's telling me what to do for the first time in 18 years. F that. I'm going to go somewhere else and have full power. Yep. And if you're, oh, if if Belichick left, man, I think I think he'd be like, hey, let me go to Miami. Let me play, <laughs> these, let me play these guys twice a year. I think Brady could still win. I think he can, but I think Bill Belichick plans on coaching after Tom Brady retires. You know where Belichick goes? Where does he go? New York. Giants. Think he goes to the Giants? Yeah. Get Eli. See what you can do with him. Nah. You don't think so? No, I don't think he goes there. You really think he'd go to Miami? They just hired a coach. Not not that you're going to say see you later to the greatest of all time. I would think that if he could go, if he could stay in the AFC, and if he had an opportunity, if he was going to leave and – try to stick it to the Patriots. I think he would want to leave and go to the AFC to keep New England out of the Super Bowl. And if he could keep them from winning the division, that would be all the more. But, I mean, Bill Belichick's an old guy. 
We, at the same time, it's like, hey, you're going to go down as the greatest coach of all time. Brady or Belichick? Who do you think's more responsible? I think uh, I think it's Belichick. I think you're wrong. I mean, I know it's a quarterback-driven league, but they don't win those first three without Belichick. They don't win them without Brady either. Brady played really good football, especially in the playoffs. I, I don't. I mean, it's not a right or wrong answer here. We're going to go back and forth, but I think you look at the great coaches from all time in the National Football League, and they've all had great quarterbacks. Right. Yeah, I mean, every great coach has had great players. Now, Tom was saying off the air, he goes, well, look what Belichick did with Matt Castle. He got him to 11-5. and five. And that is a talking point that you hear a lot from the, hey, Belichick's the greatest. And look, Belichick did a great job getting that team to 11-5. and five. But a lot of teams get to 11-5 and five without Tom Brady. It's not like he won a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. He didn't even make the playoffs that year. Right. And, again. This is an anomaly. 11-5, no playoffs. Right. That year. I always skew it that way, too, though. Yeah, I say, yeah. didn't make the playoffs. What are you talking about? But. It's the only team that's been 11-5 and five in recent memory that hasn't made the playoff. So Maybe ever. Maybe ever. So, okay, great. I understand. They got to 11-5. and five, But they didn't win a championship. And when you measure great coaches, you measure them on championships. Andy Reid's never had that elite quarterback. If Andy Reid had, had Tom Brady, does Andy Reid have five championships? He's been to six championship I games. Know, I don't know if he does. I don't know either. Because, again, that defense carried the day. For the first half of that break. In the early going, sure. And then after Spygate, then they went all offense, which, by the way, when it was the Tom Brady show and he was throwing 50 touchdowns, they didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you want to talk about an anomaly. I mean, my God, David Tyree's pulling a freaking ball off his helmet. And they, hey. I'm just I'm just saying, that's a little bit unlucky, too. Losing's losing. Losing is losing, which I guess brings me back to the larger overall point. They had 10 years where they didn't win a championship, right? Right. They've won five in 17 years. This yeah. is going on 18 years. Six in 20, does the, or they've been to six, or they've been to eight or seven. Right, because they, they lost to Favre. Yeah, that was in 96. Right. But, so, sorry. But that was not with, with Belichick, know. so that's not really right. the point. So th- thank you for, That was Parcells. Yeah, thank Belichick. you for effectively ruining the conversation. <laughs> the point, that's what I do, bud. You do, and you could do a good job. You should probably get a job somewhere uh, talking radio full-time because of that. Perhaps. What I think... Okay. is that they're not this perfect organization the way that people make them out to be. Uh, they've lost a hell of a lot more than they've won, which is the norm. Mm-hmm. They've won more than anybody else has won, too, so they deserve their credit for the success. But every time Belichick farts doesn't mean it's great. Every move he makes, like letting go of Chandler Jones, doesn't mean it's the right move. And I'm happy that this story came out because this story shows that they're human just like everyone else. They just happen to be better at being human than anyone. Winners write the narrative. You see the same thing with, like, the Steelers and the Bengals. You know, the Steelers are a really physical team, too. But the Bengals are dirty because the Bengals lose to the Steelers. That's, 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 that's part of it. Oh, I'm not saying that's all of it. There's no kidding. Did you watch the I'm game saying, against the Ravens, though? No. The final game of the season? You didn't watch it? I watched, ba- the, I watched the red zone. You didn't watch Bengals? Okay. The, saw, Bengals, the, last the Bengals committed so many damn penalties in that right. game, and the entire time I'm just thinking, how undisciplined are they? And right. then they won, so no one talked about it. So you're right, right, but at the same time, I'm still thinking they're undisciplined. I'm just saying, anyway, because, anyway. because anyway. Bill Belichick wins all these Super Bowls and goes every year and is in the AFC Championship every year, then you're going to just side with the fact that, well, he knows what he's doing because they're successful. No, you are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay, it's fine. Winners write the narrative. Are they a little Why bit? do you think we make all the World War II movies, and they don't? I don't think Germany makes a lot of World War II, or Japan. 
They don't make a lot of WW2 movies. What, you never saw Fukushima? I did not. 4129222874. Did I mean Nagasaki? That's Fuk what I meant. Fukushima was the nuclear power plant. Yeah. Yeah, whoopsies. Nah, I'm close. Jeez. Not even close. Oh, nuclear. And Japanese. Oh, all right, I'll give you that. I mean, I'm what, two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. That's Meatloaf said. Coming up next, are the Patriots worse than we think that they are? That's a demerit. I'll take yeah, that one. I'm not even going to argue that one. That's bad. That's bad history. That's bad form. That's bad everything. Up next, are the Patriots as good as people make them out to be? I don't think so, although I fell into the trap last year. And Randy Slack, he's on a hot streak here, baby. He's on a heater. He Woo. predicts all of the wild card games. You're listening to The Crowley Show with Randy Slack on ESPN Pittsburgh. Now, I think Mariota in his first playoff game, Casey's a tough place to play. Uh, minus nine, that's fine with me. They're going to win by a lot. I'll agree with that. I'm not a big believer in you don't have playoff experience, so you're going to get blown out. I, I just think at some point it's going to be their time. Why can't it be their time a little bit early? Here's why, because they're not good enough. I don't I don't right. buy into the whole they're not experienced. I just don't think they're good. Well, and I think Kansas City's found a way. I'm not, I'm not, no, yeah. I'm not trying to single you out on that. I, I just think Kansas City has regained what they had early in the season. Uh, they can run the ball. Uh, you know Alex Smith's not going to turn the football over. Defensively, they're in trouble. They're going to have issues if they go to play New England. But I do think they're going to have enough to beat the Tennessee Titans. And I am picking them to win by 10 or more. Okay. Second game. Falcons. James Lewis Craft. Damn it. Go on. Falcons at Rams. The Rams are a six-point favorite. I think the Falcons went out right. Um, I know that you know we talked about the lack of playoff Wrong. experience. Uh, Falcons are a good team. Wrong. They're a battle-tested team. And the home field advantage in L.A. is nothing. I think that's a good that's take, true. Slack. That's a bad take. Uh, they're going to get blown the bleep out. No way. They're gonna, I, not only will they lose, they're going to get blown out. You want to know why? Because I put more stake in talent than I do experience. And their offensive line is banged up. They got a couple of good tackles. Their interior line play stinks. Who's got the best interior pass rusher in the game? It is the Rams. It is Aaron Donald. Yes, he did go to Pitt, but that just shows how right I am because I'm not letting my bias get in the way. They're going to beat him. They're going to win by 10-plus as well. I got Rams going to the divisional round, baby. Atlanta outright is my pick. Nope. But minus six, minus six, Rams are the favorite. Uh, the third game. Bills at Jags. The Jags are a nine-point favorite. I think the Jags win. However, oh, the Bills cover. Oh, because I don't think the Jags can score more than seventeen points. I don't like you. Okay. Because I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I think Jacksonville is getting blown right now. People love the Jags. Oh my God, they're everyone's darling. Their defense is so good. They run the football. They're old school, and yeah, all that might be true. But they're three and three in their last six. Yeah, they lost their last two games. Blake Bortles sucks. That being said, they suck less than the Bills. Two games for West Coast. That's tough. Bite me. It's they're, tougher. They're going. And it was against Jimmy G, who never loses. They're going to win. It's going to be a frothing atmosphere there in Jacksonville. They've actually sold the game out. So it's going to be a little wild. It's been the first time in a long time. I do have them winning, but I'm like you. I think it's going to be a four, five, six-point game. I think that the Bills cover. I think it's going to be an ugly game because, again, Blake Bortles isn't good. And it's going to be a game where it'll be like 17-9 to or 16-9. to 
but it won't even be that close. Is Shady going to play is the question. I don't know if he will play, and there is not a team that personifies happy to be there more than the Buffalo Bills. They did celebrate like they won their Super Bowl. Yeah, they made it. That's all they wanted. 17 years, the streak's over, and it'll be short-lived. Although, seeing Kyle Williams cry in the locker room following the game, they want this. They want to win. I don't think these teams are all that dissimilar. I really don't. I mean, I think Jacksonville's defense is better, and their running game is better. But I think Buffalo's kind of a watered-down version of Jacksonville. And when you've got two teams that try to do the same thing running the football, there's not going to be a lot of possessions. It'll be lower scoring. It'll be tougher for them to blow them out. And with no, I mean, Shady McCoy is not going to be 100%, and no. that's a big problem. The last game, uh, Carolina at New Orleans. Carol, New Orleans, this, this surprises me. They're a seven-point favorite. I can't see two divisional teams that are playing for the third time being a score wider than seven points. I agree with that. I think the Saints win. Me too. But I think it's going to be – I think Carolina covers – because I don't think either team can blow either team out. I think this game will be a lot of fun. Oh, it should be great. They know each other. If Cam Newton plays good football, they got a really good shot. But Cam's so erratic. Matt Williamson and I talked about that earlier in the show. You don't know what Cam Newton you're going to get every week. It's not like a couple years ago where every week he was outstanding playing MVP caliber football. So uh, I'm worried about that if I'm a Carolina fan. I'm worried about that if I'm a better. So I'm taking Carolina... uh, in the points, but yeah. I am picking the Saints to win the football game. They beat them twice already, and a lot of people say it's tough to beat a team three times. That's true. I don't believe that. It's it, it's true. If because you're good it enough, rarely happens. If you're good enough to beat them twice, why aren't you good enough to beat them a third time? If you're better, then you're better. Steelers beat the Ravens three times and they win the Super Bowl. Okay. I, I just I, I think there's something to that third game being harder to win. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm not gonna if it. So is it is it that if the Steelers met the Browns next week? I mean, are we going to say, well, the Steelers aren't going to beat them because it's the third time they're playing them? Yeah, but the third time you're playing them, you're playing them in a playoff game, which means that both teams are pretty good. So okay. to beat a team a third okay. time, that's a little different because you're you're clearly playing a team that, you know, above, above 500, maybe they're, a 10. They, yeah. These teams, what are they both? Tw- are they tw- 11 both and 5? both 11 and 5. Those are, those are really good records. It'll be tough, but I think the Saints can win because they have the ace in the hole where they can – they can rely on Breeze if they need to. Right. They don't, and that's what's dangerous. They're a running team, but, oh, by the way, they've got, you know, one of the best passers of all time just waiting. Okay, we need to throw it? Cool. I can do that. It's the ace in the hole, man. Yep. I, and they've I'll, got home field. I'll agree. So uh, are you and I You and I are in agreement on three of the four, I believe. <sighs> yeah, which one did you you, – you, like you like the Rams, I like the Falcons. I, I think do. the Falcons went out right. I really do. I don't. And then I think that that makes the – Eagles host the NFC Championship game, and then it gets real interesting. Well, the Eagles, oh, so you think because the Falcons are the six, they would go to, they would go to Philly, dome team, and they're of all the teams in the first in that wild card round, they're the team that runs the ball the worst, and that's the big, that's going to be the biggest problem. The Eagles to beat the Eagles, you have to run the ball, and they can't really run. So they're going to play right into the, uh, they're playing right into the Eagles' hands. I think the Eagles are going to lose their first game. I don't think they're going to play, uh, of course, Atlanta. Uh, I, I think they're just so ripe to get if they bleeped. If they play if they play Carolina or the Saints, they're done. It's, it's, going to be, it's going to be tougher. You know what? If they did play Atlanta, though, if your scenario works out, I don't know. I have a really hard time playing full, play, picking Foles just given the last time I saw him. 
Yeah. But the funny thing is, I, I tell you about Newton. Foles obviously is not Newton, but Foles is so streaky. Like he can play good football. We've seen yeah. him play good football before. Like he could be a starter in this league. Not maybe not a good starter. He could be a starter in this league. So. I don't know. I have a hard time picking them though. Blunt because Ajayi. They got shut out the last time they played. Yeah, they weren't they weren't trying. That was the fastest game in the league. Yeah, but they it was six nothing. But it's not like they benched Carson uh Carson Wentz. It's not like they benched Foles for the well, whole they, game. They need Foles to, to get reps. Right, and he didn't do well in those reps he was trying to get. So it's I the NFC is interesting. If if the if Wentz was was there. Oh, I yeah. would say that any of the six teams in could win the championship. Well, if if Wentz was there, then I'd really like Philadelphia more than anybody just because they have the one seat and there's so many indoor teams. And I know it's just a little thing when, when, when the dome true. teams yeah. have to play. But when you've got Atlanta, dome team, New Orleans, dome team, Carolina, kind of a southern team, Los Angeles, definitely a southern team, and one of those guys has to go to Philly, Philly it's not going to be great. We're doing this next week, yes, next Friday? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay, I believe so, too. I think if it's Jacksonville coming to Pittsburgh, I think the Steelers wipe them. Bloodbath. Bloodbath. Yeah. How about that? Agreement I want to take you to the bank, the blood bank, as Steven Seagal once said. Nice. <laughs> Brian liked that one. Yeah, hard to kill. We're, again, we're talking about Bortles, mm-hmm. but we're talking about a team that's going to be playing in 70-degree weather. They're going to come up to Pittsburgh. God knows what it's going to be like next week. I think it's going to be in the 30s. It's not going to be quite this. But that that affects them. We saw in Miami last year; they weren't the good. That's, they weren't that's good, but like yeah. that's the that's the that's the exact scenario. It's like we're better than these guys, and we know we're better. We're playing a lot better. Our quarterbacks. Playing and there's a lot the revenge better. factor. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show them. I did need to ask you about this. Okay, Bengals fan. Yeah. What the <laughs> bleep, man? Marvin, to your extension. Here's my sources mm-hmm. on the inside. Marvin didn't want John Ross. Marvin didn't like some of the moves, other moves they made. He wanted to get rid of Pac-Man Jones at the end of last season. Really? Yes. But he was overruled. Now the By the two, Brown man? Yeah. Now after two losing seasons, nice. he's saying, hey, maybe I should get more control of the team. And I think they're going to relent some of that to him. Let's give more control the of the guys that want a playoff game. The problem, <laughs> the problem is, is all their assistant coaches are leaving. They lost uh, their, that, their, their defensive coordinator, went to uh, Gunther. Yeah, Paul Gunther he's left. Good, he's a good coordinator. Uh, Urban, their receiver coach, left. Their offensive line coach, Paul Alexander, you meant left. Rural? Yes. Bad joke by me. Go yeah. on. Paul Alexander left. Their running back coach, whose name is Is he still working at AT&T left. Sports Network? Yes. Nice. Bad joke again. Go ahead. Uh, they, uh, they, uh, they've all left. So it's going to be, and I think we'll see a little bit of a Pittsburgh Steelers reunion. I think uh, Capers comes into Cincinnati. Joey Porter. <laughs> yeah, and Joey Porter. Linebacker coach. James Harrison. They bring no, him no in, resign, too. No resign James yeah. Harrison. James, play 4-3-N. Play a lot of coverage, baby. Here we go. Yeah. I'm a bigger Marvin guy than a lot of people because I remember what they were like before he got there. But at the same time, I don't. I believe in continuity strongly. I think it works. I think it's been proven to work. But continuity for continuity's sake, I think, is BS. I agree. And I think that's kind of what they're going for. Well, and that was, that was my thinking initially. And then when I'm talking to people who cover the team, people that know the team, Marvin and I'm hearing that, yeah, that, that Mike was taking more of control and it's not working, the last couple drafts that they've had have been horrible. In Cincinnati, terrible. They've been terrible. We don't know for us. So with Marvin, good. with Marvin running it, and I'm hearing that there was a little bit of rumblings that Marvin wanted to go to Cleveland as like a personnel they, director to run that team. Okay. And when they kept Hugh and they signed the uh, 
the Chiefs general manager and he knew that he could get that job, it was like, well, peace. I can stay here. Interesting. By the way, how do you fire the GM and not fire the coach that's 1-31? I don't know. Sashi how- Brown did exactly what he said he was going to do. Yeah, but how do you not fire a coach who's never won a playoff game in his entire career? 1-31 is a lot worse than 0-7. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yes. I mean, it is. But I wouldn't I wouldn't have brought either of them back. Uh, I agree with that. Continuity for continuity's sake. It's Pearl Jam. You can't find a better man in Cincinnati, though. Who are they going to bring in? Who wants that job? See you Friday. I'll see you, bud. I-L-Y. Absolutely. Monday, Crowley